Imagine a football platform where the world's best writers give you the real story about what's going on at United. Imagine no pop-up ads, no clickbait headlines and no ridiculous rumours to be let down by anymore. You don't have to imagine anymore. Meet The Athletic. No ads, no nonsense, just football. Visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash United We Stand to start your 30-day free trial and get 50% off your annual subscription. The Athletic, the new home of football. Hello and welcome to the United We Stand podcast with me, Harry Robinson, this week in the absence of, well, of various other people. I'm just standing outside well, a little bit away from Earl's Court Station. Uh, it's about four hours to kick off Chelsea versus Manchester United in the League Cup or the Carabao Cup or whatever energy drink it's sponsored by. Uh, these days, standing a few, a couple of hundred metres away from the Courtfield pub where some early bird United fans have started singing and chatting and having a few pints and fags. Four hours to kick off. It's a, it's a, a, a weird mix of emotions going into this game. United have had a, a terrible start to the season. It's been depressing for the most part, but two away wins at Partizan Belgrade and then at Norwich with a, a fantastic goal from Anthony Martial to cap things off at the very end there. Uh, Marcus Rashford and Martial playing together again and looking very good. So there's, there's that element of hope, and there really shouldn't be at a ground in Stamford Bridge that we've won, I think, three times at since 2002. But we did win it last year in the FA Cup. That was a that was a pretty magical victory. One of the, the peaks of the, the kind of purple patch of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer at the start when he was interim manager. Every player on the pitch played well in that game. There were six, seven thousand United fans in the away, and they took over the shed end uh, in that FA Cup fixture. United obviously went out to, to Wolves at Molyneux in the next round, but that was one of the the best games we saw from United after. And particularly because it came it came a few days after on a on a Monday night, it came less than a week after United had been beaten by PSG at home as a first loss under Solskjaer. So that game was was one of the best ones. You feel it's unlikely that, that United are going to recreate that now. But we were talking to a few people before kickoff, a couple of people inside the court field, um, hopefully a couple of Chelsea fans as well. See what they think of Frank Lampard's start to the season with his young team after that transfer ban and then getting some reaction after the game with a couple of people inside the, the press box and a few United fans as well. kickoff now I'm walking from Earl's Court to Fulham Broadway it's about 20 minutes and then you're about five minutes away from Stamford Bridge uh, you can you can tell you're in southwest London because I've just gone past the Porsche in a place called Cathcart Crescent uh, I, I doubt it's named after Craig Cathcart but we'll see about that Crescent's gardens big houses columns at the entrance fancy security systems and plenty of posh cars you know you're in Chelsea um, now, Team News is still not out for another couple of hours, but I was in the pub in the, in the court field at Earl's Court. United fans seem pretty positive. Um, you heard a couple saying we're going to win, a couple saying uh, they at least think we have a, we've got a chance, which when you look at the two sides' respective records is a bit weird, but that's, that's the way football is, especially for match-going fans, I think. I think it's a lot easier to be 
gloomy and have no belief when you're following it on the TV. Um, but when you go in every week, when you're following the teams to Belgrade, I see you get a 1-0 win, then to Norwich, get a 3-1 win with some nice goals, then it's pretty easy to be drawn into the hope that football gives you. So we'll see if that's misguided hope. Um, in terms of team news, it's not out for another couple of hours, but uh, I'm expecting Solskjaer to start with James Garner in midfield and Brandon Williams at left-back which is an exciting prospect. Uh, Garner got his first start for United against Partizan Belgrade in, in midweek. Uh, his first up was a little tentative, I guess is the word. Uh, needed to play the ball quicker like he normally does for the under-23s, and he has done right through the United age groups where he's played it since he was seven, I think. Brandon Williams, though, uh, so confident in everything he does, so aggressive, confident, direct. Um, and just keeps going and going. And he's got this lovely little trick of, he's done a lot for the under-23s and he did against Partizan, turned the penalty of, of storming into the penalty area at pace because he's got plenty of pace. And then slowing down, drawing the tackle from the defender in and uh, going down rightfully because he's been fouled and earning the penalty. He's done it plenty of times at youth levels. Carried that into the Europa League where he's played twice now and probably two man of the match performances against Azed Alkmaar and, and Partizan Belgrade. So, really exciting for Williams. He should be starting tonight. That's what Solskjaer seemed to uh, allude to after the Norwich game. So, it, it, it's an exciting thing. And Luke Shaw will, will certainly be worried about his, his first-team spot. He's been average since coming back from that horrible injury in 2015-16. In so, Williams looks like he's, he's ready for a season of, of plenty of chances in the first-team. Garner... This is a, a massive chance for him if he does indeed start. We'll see in a couple of hours. But after a decent performance against Partizan, he particularly got into the game in the second half. Really composed, really confident on the ball. Just needed to play a little bit quicker. Um, but definitely got that. And when he came on against Norwich, we saw that uh, even more in the, in the last 10 minutes. So uh, a huge chance for both of them. It's unlikely for Greenwood or Ortiz Chong because they played for the, um, the under-21s at Doncaster Rovers last night, which is actually a really good game. United winning 2-1 in the end, thanks to a 94th Mason Greenwood winner. Uh, comes in from the right flank, quick step over, finishes with his right foot after beating two defenders, and that's exactly what Mason Greenwood can do. He can do it with his left foot, do it with his right, as the song goes. Uh, he's a bit of a star, man, and it's, uh, it's such an exciting time for United's youngsters, and we're coming to a place today at Stamford Bridge where Frank Lampard has been somewhat forced into playing the kids, uh, but he's also made a couple of decisions to sell David Luiz and give that game time to people like Reese James. Um, so two clubs going against each other with, with really talented youth systems, arguably the two, two of the best three or four in the country. Um, so it, it, it's a really interesting game to see, uh, and we'll see when the starting lineups come out. Now we're going we're gonna to chat to hopefully someone from the Chelsea fanzine uh, in just a bit at Fulham Broadway, so I'll leave it there with you for now.
Right, we're outside Fulham Broadway Station. It's changed a bit round, round that way, hasn't it? It's got like a new fence to stop all the touts. Because normally when you come out, there's loads of blokes in flat caps and trench coats. But it's a bit different. Yeah, they've done their best to get rid of them. And um, personally, I haven't got a problem with touts. If somebody's daft enough to give somebody a couple of hundred quid for a ticket, it's up to them. But, you know, Chelsea are against it, and I can see why they're against it. But I'm, I haven't got a real, a real problem with it. Some bloke just trying to earn himself a couple of quid. Yeah, and you're, you're selling the fanzine out tonight with two or three others. How's fanzine going? Yeah, it's going really well, to be honest with you. It's been going 20 years now. It's the only, unfortunately, it's the only fanzine left at Chelsea, which is a shame. But uh, we'll keep it going. Yeah. Supporters like it, the players like it, Frank Lampard likes it. Yeah, I was going to say, because I remember you chatting to Andy for the, the last game, the, the FA Cup game in February, which was a good one for us. And you were saying, you were telling that story about you at the, in, Moscow, uh, in Munich for the Champions League final yeah, yeah, and Lampard got you in a pie. How's it been since he took over it? It's been fantastic. It's my daughter's birthday today and I got a nice happy birthday, <laughs> Sabina from Frank, which was nice. It's a bit um, different from the from the Sari days, I guess. Then, well, Sari, he he didn't take to the supporters, and the supporters didn't take to him. Yeah. Right. Since when I was a kid, all I wanted Chelsea win was the second division title because <laughs> we got we got relegated, got promoted, got relegated, got promoted. Yeah, yeah. We never won the title. We won the league once, the FA Cup once. The League Cup once, yeah. but we never won the second division title. When we won that, I thought it was great. We won the lot. 1994, I thought it was going to be. It was the. I thought it was as Another good cup. as we could <laughs> get, and we got smashed by Man United 4-0. Yeah. 1997, we won the FA Cup. Absolutely fantastic. Since 1997, I've seen Chelsea win the FA Cup about. Well, I've lost count now. I'm not yeah, being a big but must be. No, it's about six or seven times. I've seen them win the league five or six times. I've seen them win the Europa League twice. I've seen them win the Cup Winners' Cup. I've seen them do the double. I've seen them win the European Cup. But for me, the best period ever, ever, ever supporting Chelsea Football Club has been since the day Frank Lampard got the manager's job. It's absolutely fantastic. And what he's doing for, the, for our club... We're going to be the class of 2019, like <laughs> Manchester United, the class of 92. Absolutely fantastic. And every Chelsea support was so pleased. The ban has done us a favour. Yeah, I told me through your, your best talents. You've got Mount, Reese James, and Tamori, then there's, there's plenty of others. Tamori, Kalamatsunadoi. Yeah. There's loads of them. It's great. It's absolutely fantastic. Mark Gurry, loads of them. And Hudson Adoy is probably a, a big example because it looked like he was going to leave if, if Sarri stuck around, but Lampard coming in changed that, you think? Um, I think, to be honest with you, he's a fantastic talent. I'm glad he's here, but I think, in a way, he sort of elbowed the club to ransom, to be honest with you. Yeah. And um, I'm glad he stayed. He, he's proved he's a fantastic player. But personally, and I can't blame the kid for taking the money. <laughs> yeah. £180,000 a week, but, like you it. know, naval ratings, privates in the British Army, aircraftsmen in the Royal Air Force, they're fighting wars to yeah. defend this country for 350 quid a week. And the yeah. kid's getting £180,000 a week for kicking the football round. Someone's it's, paying it to him, isn't it? It's perverse. I can't blame it. Good luck to the lad if, they, if he can get it. 
who wouldn't who wouldn't turn that down? But I think you know agents and his brother and all that's got a lot to do with it. He's a yeah. he's a precocious talent, but it sticks in the craw when people are struggling to get their season ticket money. Yeah. I was looking at the, the recent results because we've had a terrible time here over the years. I think it's three wins since 2002. Well, I can tell you that, but um, none of us are crying about that. <laughs> I've, I've come here so many times to see um, seen a poor result or watched it on the TV. But uh, I was looking at the recent ones, and you haven't beaten us since the FA Cup final when Antonio Conte in charge. And for both, I think for both of us, that seems like an absolute world away. It was. And... Um, well, it seems like a world away now. Eden Hazard, penalty. Yeah. Um, Phil Jones' was, mistake. Yeah, it was. It was a closer game. It was a very, very close yeah. game. I think 1-0 either way would have done that, to be honest with you. Yeah. It, it, it was pretty gutting, because I, I was saying uh, in the lower tier at Wembley, and I, d I don't know, because of the mood at United, you just felt like a cup win then, and then things might have carried on going forward but I think you've probably put a stop to Mourinho's time at United the trouble with Manchester United is you've had one of the greatest managers in English football history in Ferguson yeah. and he was always going to be a hard act to follow I don't think Jose Mourinho did you any favours you know he was fantastic for us when he first came to Chelsea he was absolutely brilliant but the thing about him is if he was a manager now none of these young players who are coming through would have got a chance because all yeah. he can do is rely on big name players spending lots of money yeah now it should be two young teams tonight United are starting a, a 19 year old and an 18 year old and possibly a couple of others Chelsea have got all your talents how I, do you see the game going oh, well I think Chelsea are going to win that get the first game of the season at Old Trafford your place I don't think sorry that's the police chasing me I'm going to have to run in a minute <laughs> um, I don't think it was a 4-0 game to be honest with you. Chelsea it was like no. the cup final in 1994 <laughs> and I'll tell you what in Munich again. I met Steve Bruce the morning after I went to do some interviews with um, yeah. Five Live and Steve Bruce was there and I went up to him and I shook his hand and I said I've been waiting to see you for years and years and years Thank you very much for saying after the cup final in 1994, Chelsea didn't deserve the four zip. <laughs> That's what he said. It's 18 it, years old and he still remembered it. Yeah, it was nice of him to say it. And we didn't deserve the four zip in that um, first game of the season. It was a closer game than that. If we'd have lost 1 0, it would have been a fair result. Yeah. But it's been up, up, up <laughs> for us ever since. And, um, well, it was up, up, up for us for. 15 years and then, and well, then down, yeah. down, down, down. You know, football cyclical. Manchester United, biggest club in the world. You'll come back. And um, yeah. it's our turn now. <laughs> do, you, do you think you'll win the title next year or this year? Who do I think will win the title? Do you think you'll see Chelsea lift the title within the next couple oh, of years? Oh, yeah, 100%. I think we've got a good chance of finishing um, in the top three or four. And hopefully... Yeah. The whole world, apart from one particular corner of the northwest, is hoping Liverpool don't win it. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Right, I'll, let you, I'll, I'll let you go in a second prediction for, for tonight, result and score. I think it's going to be tears for Manchester United. <laughs> and uh, all the best to you lot. And, um, I, you know, I don't mind Man United. Good club. I feel sorry for 
you lot the way you've been treated by the Glazers. It's absolutely yeah. shocking, and um, you lot don't deserve it. Good supporters. You take that. Thanks very much. Cheers, Harry. Thanks Good luck, mate. Thank you very much. Mate. Cheers. Cheers. United, we stand out today. About 80 stewards have just run in front of the United fans. United won the lot at Stamford Bridge. Marcus Rashford finally scores a penalty. Solskjaer looks extremely relieved in front of me. I'm in the press box. It's very relieved. So does Ashley Young, who's just kind of battered Andreas Pereira and Lee Grant. Both of them look very relieved that United have actually scored a penalty. United won the lot. We'll see where it goes from here. Solskjaer's just got up off his bench as Rashford came back into his home half and gave him a little, stood up and gave him a little applause. And it's the United fans sing all around Stamford Bridge. Is it going to be like February in the FA Cup all over again? Let's see. Time at Stamford Bridge, Rashford penalty actually scored one this time. <laughs> I could see the, the panic in, on Solskjaer's bench when he got that, and then there was, a, there was a little bit of relief when Solskjaer slapped feeling on the back and stuff. But pretty good half for United so far. I'm joined by Mark Ogdenius Pien. Yeah, I mean, when the penalty arrived, I was thinking, who's going to take it? Because you look around the pitch, no Martial, there's no Pogba, so yeah. all the usual suspects have already missed this season anyway. So uh, yeah, he took it well, sent Cabrera the wrong way, and I think it'd have been striding up, stop thinking. Shit, this guy's good at penalties. He's, he's the kind of specialist. So, um, yeah, he kept up a good half, I think. But Tomine's look good. I like Brandon Williams, um, who looks solid at the back. So, yeah, it's quite, it's, yeah, it's quite promising at the moment after a pretty bleak month or so. Yeah, because a bigger way end again, it's pretty similar size to a bit smaller than February in the FA Cup. And that was a pretty magical night just after we lost to PSG and then come here and, and manage to win at Stamford Bridge, which you don't do much. Um, but you, you mentioned McTominay, he's this season coming to his own pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. I think people look at him and automatically think, oh, well, he's not really going to be a top-class player because it's Scott McTominay and because he's not a glamorous signing. But I think he has got potential. He's, he's calm on the ball, he's, he's a big lad, he's strong, he can spot a pass, he can score a goal. No, I mean, what more do you need? We're not all kind of Lionel Messi or Zinedine Zidane. Yeah. So I think if you have 
McTominay progressing with, you know, better players coming in to support him and Pogba, that sort of player that would bring him on, then I think you've got a good player there for the future. I guess that's the thing, it's finding someone of a different quality, someone like Pogba, but we'll see whether he's staying or going to kind of suit him next, next to McTominay. Yeah, it's a difficult one because I just think you need somebody who's like 26, 27, been around the block a bit, knows how to do the job in midfield. I mean, I don't like compartmentalising players as attacking midfielders, defensive midfielders, or number 10s, you know, a midfielder is a midfielder for me. So I think that, an ex, you know, these the Roy Keane Paul insights don't exist anymore, but an older version of those would be good for McTominay right now, just to, you know, I mean, I'm watching Dan Fletcher on, on Sky at the minute, and, you know, for me, he's, he's another Darren Fletcher, and yeah. that's, a, that's a compliment. That's not a negative, because, you know, Fletcher was, was brilliant for United until the illnesses started, and I think he's got all that, those same qualities, tenacity, hunger, you know, the, the, the will to win. So, yeah, I'll, I'll happy with Scott McTominay. 45 minutes left. Uh, I think I'm going to have to run off and sell some United We Stand fanzines outside the away, and depending if we win or not, um, do you think United will see this through? I don't see why not, but I've been to Chelsea so many times for United games to know that yeah. it's never over. I mean, I was at the game last season when Ross Barkley equalised like in the yeah. 99th minute. So uh, on the face of it, yeah, it should be, they should see it out, but something always happens at Chelsea. So we'll Stamford Bridge is silent. <laughs> Apart from that massive group of United fans in the shed end, Marcus Rashford has just scored a stunning free kick. The kind, I can't actually see a, a, a big screen here, but the kind has got Chelsea fans who are looking at the screen going, oh, <laughs> that was sublime. What is it, 30 yards out? Into the top left corner. Right into the top left corner. Rashford's had his doubters, but that's two goals, a good penalty, and one of the best free kicks from United player in a long, long time. And United again are leading at Stamford Bridge, now 2-1 this time, after a Batshuayi equaliser. Ole is being serenaded here. It's like February all over again.
Tom McTominay at first, but I think he's, I think he's he's come alive. McTominay is a fucking yeah. absolute player. Forget, oh, where did he come from today? No, right, right. Say again, bro. Come from South End. I think McTominay is an absolute player. You're not worthy of a song if you don't play well. Yeah. He bosses that midfield. I know there's people that say that he's unreliable and he's this and he's that, but I'm telling you now, McTominay, he knows what to perform. He knows what the midfield is about. We need someone who can boss it. United fans, absolutely raucous coming out of that away end. That was the kind of atmosphere that you get, that we got during that purple patch at the start of Solskjaer's reign. That was a very good performance. McTominay absolutely bossed in midfield. And that Rashford free kick, wow. I mean, that was spectacular. He's delivered again. He scored the first half penalty after missing him in week against Norwich. That's three goals in two games. <laughs> two of them from set pieces. Uh, and United have won at Stamford Bridge for the second time in a row. Second consecutive win at Stamford Bridge. That just doesn't happen with Manchester United. Whoever the manager is, Solskjaer, Van Aal, Moyes, Mourinho, Fergie, does not matter. United don't win at Stamford Bridge. Two in a row. Two out of two for Oligan and Solskjaer. And that is a win to seriously relieve the pressure. What a, what a victory. Scott McTominay, fantastic. Uh, coming into his own in that United midfield, as Mark Ogden said at, at half-time in that game. Uh, and United kind of march on in the Carabao Cup when... I mean, the hope was there coming into this game, but I'm not sure you'd find many United fans who are truly convinced of a victory at Stamford Bridge. Uh, a little bit in shock, to be honest. <laughs> trying to flog some, flog some magazines on, uh, outside the away end, running out of the press box, trying to do that. Um, and then haranguing some people for, uh, to, to try and get on a podcast. Most of the United fans have already boarded coaches back to, back to Manchester. Uh, pretty quickly getting on there, and I'm sure the driver's not going to have a quiet time on, on any of them. There's about three of them just pulling in behind me uh, and a man running after one of them, I think. So he's clearly uh, spent too long in the way and he's now trying to get on his coach. Standing about 100 metres away from Stamford Ridge, I've kind of recovered my breath a little bit. Uh, you can hear the coaches behind me. I can actually hear inside one of the coaches some people serenading Oligan and Selsha if they have been for, for much of the evening. Um, yeah, got my breath back a bit, got my thoughts together a bit. And that is, what, what a win for Manchester What a statement win is what I was writing after the game. The, there, there were some errors in there. And the goal that United conceded was poor and it had been coming for 15 minutes. And I think that's a big issue that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has shown in his management, particularly this season, sometimes last season as well, is his inability to, to change in games, adapt to the game, and make changes to either see out the win for United, if you think to, to Southampton, Crystal Palace, 
many, many games or get back into the game for United. That's been his biggest weakness. Again, today, uh, I think I tweeted about 10 minutes before the goal that United have got to make a change here. And I was expecting him to make a change because he's got, he's got a little better in the, in the last few games. He's, he's making those changes earlier than the, the 80, 85th minute. But he didn't, he didn't adapt quick enough today. And uh, Mishy Batshuayi with a, an absolute scream of a goal really poor defensively from United. So Solskjaer then made the changes. United then changed kind of, they, they were being peppered by Chelsea and then it, it turned into an end-to-end game. United got a free kick in a, in a position that nobody in the ground would have expected Marcus Rashford to score from, but it was, it was, it was superb. Right into the top left corner. Uh, Kaper made a, made a dive for it, but couldn't reach it. It, it was absolutely perfect. Uh, and the United then erupted and coming out of the, the away end there all the United fans absolutely buzzing and, and, and rightly so that's three away wins on the bounce Partizan Belgrade which is a, a difficult match uh, away in a difficult atmosphere and United were playing some, some kids in that and then Norwich City away Martial comes back looks good alongside Rashford and in this game Brandon Williams starts on the left again United play a couple, couple of kids McTominay puts in absolutely fantastic performance. It's worth talking about McTominay. I, I spoke to Mark Ogden at half-time about him, but genuinely coming into this United side kind of as a seen as Mourinho's little teacher's pet, but he's, he looks very comfortable with who he is, and he's the kind of midfielder that United could have in their team for a couple of years, a few years, who knows how long. He needs someone next to him to do some more of the creating but he protected that United three-man defence fantastically broke up the play a lot and this was, this was after he got a stupid booking after about 10-11 minutes really rash immature challenge but after that just composed himself right away and managed to, to really hold United's lead until half time after that it crumbled a bit and then, and then he was good after United got their second goal as well uh, Marcus Rashford as well 52 goals for United, hit 50 at, at, at Norwich. Two more tonight from the penalty spot. A lot, obviously, a lot of pressure on him after missing, I think, two this season. And then the free kick, fantastic. But his impact for United this season, I don't think it should be underestimated. This is a, a 21-year-old kid, Withenshaw kid, coming into the, the United side and has contributed goals, assists, has more goals and assists in the Premier League than some, some serious, seriously elite strikers. Uh, I think Harry Kane, Sadio Mane, Firmino, Aubameyang. Rashford's got more than them. He's got two goals tonight. And he wasn't... I don't think he, he would have come into this season expecting to be United's number nine. The number nine itself was given back to Anthony Martial by Solskjaer after Lukaku left. First few games of the season... Martial plays as that, that central striker. Rashford plays on the left and, and Dan James on the right. And that works really well. Martial gets injured at, at the end of August. Suddenly we don't see him for two months. Rashford steps in. And he, there's, there's a lot you can criticise him for. Some of his decision-making hasn't been good enough. Some of his finishing hasn't been good enough. But the attitude has always been there. The work rate has always been there. And actually, when you look at it now, with a bit of hindsight, when United aren't losing every week, it does help. He's had, a, he's had a good start to the season. Not fantastic, but good. He's leading the line for United at the age of 21. That's a, a lot to ask for. 
Um, but he has been playing for the club for, for four or five years now, which is pretty incredible as well. Other standout performance for United, uh, I think McTominay and Rashford were the, the two best. Dan James, he goes, he goes through quiet spells in, in, in a lot of games. Even, even at Norwich, where I thought he had a really good performance, he goes through these 15, 20-minute spells where he didn't really do anything, which I'm, I'm sure will come with time. But when he's in the game, when he's involved, he's pressing hard. He gets the ball, runs at, at such quick speed. He's so exciting to watch. Um, Welsh wingers never exciting to watch United, aren't they? Uh, but, but, but James, when he's in the game, is so good to watch. And I think he's having a lot more of a... He's a lot more effective than, I think, me and a lot of United fans thought. Not quite as raw as we perhaps thought. The assist for Rashford at Norwich at the weekend was brilliant and did some good stuff tonight as well. The, the key for Solskjaer now is, is to build on this and he's got a good run from which to build on. Uh, we've got Bournemouth, Brighton, a few other very winnable games. You wouldn't say United have to win all of them because that's, that's never the case, but United should be getting a good load of points that will take them up the table. You see the, the win against Norwich took United from 15th to 7th. This is, this is the, the, the state of play in the Premier League at the moment. It's, it's so poor, so ridiculous. I mean, uh, the, the other game tonight in the, in the Carabao Cup was Arsenal 5, Liverpool 5 at Anfield. There is some, some really weak defences, some really weak teams all over the Premier League at the moment. And United can climb it pretty quickly. This was a, a seriously good performance. Chelsea hadn't quite got their best side out. Uh, in fairness, but Solskjaer can go away very happy. We'll see what he has to say after the game. I, I'm afraid I've missed this press conference because I was trying to sell some magazines outside the away end. Um, sold a few, but mainly just getting shouted at about the, the banks of the river well by some um, particularly drunk United fans who are having an absolutely fantastic night. It's at least uh, an hour since kickoff now. The road's got back to normal. The buses of London buses starting to move down it again, and, and things kind of returning to normal around Stamford Bridge. I'm about to leave you to in peace and reveling a third United away win in a week. But final thoughts on on that third win in, in, in this week is McTominay, 22 year old, a a standard bearer, a leader for Manchester United, Rashford. Still excites, still surprises, still scores at 21. Williams, good at 19. This was 82 years to the day since Tom Manley played for United at Fulham and that, that started a run of 3,990 consecutive games where United have had a, an academy graduate in the first team match day squad. This is something to be proud about and Solskjaer gets it right tactically. Three away wins in a week, he's got it right in all three of them and that comes after eight months without an away win for Manchester United. This time last year, if you think back, and it's, it's kind of hard to, we were going into one of the worst periods as United supporters for however many years. Mourinho was on his way to being sacked. We didn't know what was coming after that. We didn't know that Solskjaer was going to take charge and lead us to 17, 18 wins on the trot. Mourinho was losing games, losing faith, losing loyal supporters the players 
were, were gloomy. The fans were gloomy. The whole place was gloomy. And we've had that over the last couple of months, but now there's some, some belief. And it's fickle, yeah, but why not? That's football United have won. Got to be happy with that. So it's quarter past 11. Put on our way back from Chelsea. Um, Joy Division are playing in the background, um, to, uh, which obviously is an uplifting uh, experience at the best of times. But um, we've actually won away again for the second time running. Third? Well, second time in a row, isn't it? Was it not? No, we, you're away. We didn't win that. We didn't have a shot. We didn't win, did we? No, there's far too much been drunk, clearly. We didn't at all. Anyway, we've won tonight. No, we didn't. We drew nil-nil. We won one nil. Did we win one nil? Did we? All right, okay. Yeah, hold on a minute. I'm not starting again. Right, obviously... I knew it, it was so it was so, such a poor effort early season that I'd gone on spice. Yeah. And I've just woken up now. My legs one of my legs is moving in one start. Right, okay. We've now won yeah, we've now won three games on the run. Oh yeah, we did, didn't we? Well it just shows you. There's no point watching football when you've had a beer, is there? Right. Um, right, we've now won three on the trot. And all's well with the world. Um, again with Manchester United. And, and, and uh, Rashford scored a free kick, so Billy, talk me through it. I thought it was a great free kick, in fairness. I don't think there's one person in that end who wanted him to take it, and I'm a bit of a goal. But tonight, that end reeked of United, and I think that's brilliant. And I think it's great for the manager, I think it's great for everyone. I think that was as good as any away in the last couple of years, to be honest. I thought it was superb. It's always difficult at Chelsea because we're split over two levels, aren't we? And when you split over two levels, the lower level can't always hear what the upper level sort of singing and everything. And you can lose a bit of atmosphere, but it bounced a bit, didn't it, tonight? I thought it was great. I mean, seen us there about 20 odd times, seen us win once. It's just not, we've not got a good record there whatsoever. But like you say, both ends was bouncing. It was just great. And I don't think anyone expected it. Well, certainly not. I think when we looked at the side, wasn't a particularly weaker side than we, you know, had put out this season. But what it was was changed. It was rested, and he changed what we did on Sunday. And it was disappointing, wasn't it? Even though we got the goal ahead, but as soon as he went to that sort of like four up front, Pereira in that role and brought him on. Different team, aren't we? He was, and I don't think anyone expected it, to be honest. Once they pulled the goal back, I think a lot of people have gone negative and understandably so, the way the last couple of years is. But fair play to grinding at that, and no one give us a chance tonight. The press have been wanking over Chelsea. They're like pulling them up over anything. They've been destroying us, and we've gone there, and we deserved it. We deserved that every last bit, honestly. I thought we were superb tonight. These League Cup games, though, that we bring the best out of us because we travel in thousands don't we it's a Wednesday night it's Chelsea away we've got Bournemouth Saturday we've got Norwich on Sunday and yet we're there again and it's a tremendous effort isn't it well don't forget they had parties on before that as well Yeah. so there was like I say you had parties on Belgrade Norwich Chelsea and there's lads that have done them all but tonight it was just it was United wasn't it yeah. it was United and and, and Put my hands up. I've slagged McTominay off. I've well, not slagged him off, but I've just said he's not United. But 
tonight has just proved that he was. When he's getting it, isn't he? He's he is, getting. He is, but like he's dug deep. He's dug deep, and he's he's shown tonight that he can can mix it with the best of them. Just going back to the away end tonight. I said to him in the week, I said, as soon as he was spares for tonight, that's when you always know you're going to get a good away end. As soon as he spares and the right people, the right, the right, yeah, the right spots, the right people get the right tickets, you always know it's going to be a good away end, always. I've always said that. That's why your Sunderland, your Newcastles, always good away end. But as soon as he spares, the right people get the right tickets. How good was Brandon Williams as well? Yeah, yeah. Going back to the football, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I'm not one to slag Ashley Young off because he's been brilliant. He is, he is a good player. But Brandon Williams, how good was he tonight? You've got, you've got the likes of him. He played 90 minutes. What I like about them two is they do the simple thing. And that's what we've not had for, for a while, I don't think. We've had people trying to play Hollywood balls. But Tomney does the simple thing. He'll win the ball and he'll play it five yards. Win the ball, play it five yards. And but he's growing in confidence, isn't exactly, he? Exactly, exactly. And it, it, he's, fast, he's fastly becoming... A fan favourite and a first name on the team sheet, innit? Innit, though? That's what you asked for. Who's your pick in terms of commitment and recent performances? Who's, who's above him? Marino spotted this two years ago. Yeah, to be fair, he did. He did. It was that mad growth spurt, wasn't it, when he went from like five foot eight to six foot four in about fucking two weeks? Maybe he, did he go to Guardiola's clinic in Barcelona then? <laughs> what, what are you accusing him of? No, but, he didn't, but again, though, yeah, met Tomine, while everyone's like Lingard off in the summer, while everyone's fucking about on Instagram, he was in that sweatshop wherever he was with his mates, and he, he, he took himself there to make sure he was 100% fit, and he did that himself. you got you got to hold your hands up for that. Yeah, we're not expecting a finished article, are we, no, McTominay? No, 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 no. But what we're looking at now is a player that's affecting the way Manchester United are playing. He's not just there and it ball comes to him just something simple. He's not actually winning the ball. He's in the right areas. His head screwed on. And he's, if he kicks on even more, he will become... He, he will become a classic Manchester United player, he's won't he? He's one of our... Again, Darren Fletcher was a prime example of someone who kept it simple. He, just, he did his job and he just got on with his job and that's what he did. In terms of the way that um, United set up, then we did better when we had Pereira. And again, Pereira's coming for a lot of criticism. He just found a little niche role there for him, hasn't he? Just as an umset, where he's actually, again, he started to affect a bit more play rather than stood statically out on, on the wing where he's uh, largely ineffective. Definitely. I think what a lot of people are forgetting is you've got to look at United as where we're at now. Where we're at now. And, and if we start winning treble, well, they would never do that again. But if we start doing winning Champions League, these players will be nowhere near the squad at the time. But where we're at right now, those players are doing a job for Man United, and that's all you can ask for. At this moment in time, that's all you can ask for. And McTominay's doing it, Pereira's doing it, Rashford's hitting this, but he, he, tonight he did it. And that's all, that's all you can ask the way, for. The way he's going now, Ollie, like, to be fair, I question whether he was the right man for the job. But I think slowly he's proving people that, all right, he's not the best manager. And if you're Barcelona's, Real Madrid's, Bayern Munich's, we're looking for a new manager, they wouldn't pick on themselves now, would they? But I think, I, think, I think he's slowly doing what every United fan wants to happen at the club. The thing with Solskjaer is, tactically, and as a, as a footballer manager, obviously he's not the man for the job. But what he's doing right is... He's, 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 and, and he's bringing it back. 
he's bringing it back to, he's, he's playing the right players, he's signing the right players. We, we were talking before, since Fergie, you can argue, the only the one good signing was Ibrahimovic. But, 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 not a good signing, the one Man United yeah, player fine, fine. has been Ibrahimovic. Those three signings in the summer, since Fergie left, were probably... No, you can't fault them. You can't, they, were all, they were all good signings. I don't think I've seen anyone get past Mon Bissaka. He makes he tackles everyone. That's what it. Doing it. All right, he might not be the best footballing manager, but he's bringing. He's getting rid of he, he's he's weeding out young matter, and they've been good servants. But that, that people who get Man United, that's not good yeah, enough anymore, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not. It's, it's not good enough to say that. They should be in the team because they get the Man United way. They're good around the dressing room and the club, but and they're good to have around. But they're not like. Look at, look at Leicester. Look at Leicester when they won the league. I know it's, it was a pure fluke, but they got. They had a good side. Good side. But they had a harmony. Didn't they? they had. They had a squad. And when people talk about what's it hurts to say, City, Liverpool, you don't hear, you don't hear one argument coming from their squad, do you? Because they all. They're getting on, they're singing from the hinge sheet that the club is putting down. That's what we're slowly getting back to, I think. There's, um, there's a story, isn't there, that's told about Ferguson about he couldn't ever criticise Nanny because he never got the best out of him if he did. And one day he went into the dressing room and Nanny had had a stinker and he sat, and sat next to Nanny was Rooney. And he blasted Rooney and shouted at Rooney about everything that Nanny had done wrong so that Nanny would listen but wouldn't be put down. Is there, are we having a similar effect on the fact that Fred is a sort of player that if you criticise, he goes to part? But actually, when he has a few good games and gets running, because his last two games... Last three games. Last three games, I suppose. But, but particularly, but tonight, he was very, very good. Breaking up play, his passing still woeful, but breaking up play and being in the right place and reading that game, he did very, very well. To be fair with Fred, I, I'm not his biggest fan at all, but... Like we said before, we said against Norwich, he really stood out and he had a good game. But do you not think that, like I like said, if we'd have got beat against Norwich, if Fred would have played the same game he played, if Fred would have played the same game he played against Norwich and we got beat, people would have been slagging him off. But because we won, everyone said he played well. But listen, he's not done. He's not done much, has he? But, but there's not. There's no way if we start winning leagues again, he's anywhere near our side. But he's improving, though. He's, he's had three or four good games on the bounce now, where he's been, where he's done all right. With Fred, when, when I said it's where we're at at the moment, I, I, I just. I'm probably not the best person to talk about no, Fred, to be honest. I just, I, I can't. It's hard. It's hard to stand out in a team that's under so much pressure. Under so much scrutiny, who, it's hard to play well. Someone it's hard who must to be on nearly eighty grand, eight hundred grand a week. Should that, be able to pass the ball yeah, five but, yards. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but, yeah, but how many penalties have we missed there? You can say Rashford's on, what's he on? Hundred and fifty-two. What have you? What have on a week? He's missed how many penalties have we missed? It's just the way it's going for United at the minute. We've missed six penalties this year. I, I, I believe what Fred does for United, I could do. I mean, I mean that. 
I mean, I'm not. I can't. I, I struggle to pass the ball five yards, but I could, I could break up play. If I'm fit, I'm not right. drinking. Back I know what you mean. I, I, I know what you mean. I know what you're saying. But, but, but that's all. Listen, he has, he has, he's, he's having an hard time. Okay. He's having okay. an hard time. And it, when, it, when it also come out that Mourinho didn't want him, he was signed for. Apparently, because City wanted to sign him and Woodward signed him because he didn't want City to sign him. I, I, I Real, think, all that, all that. But I think, I think, I, I think he's. It's, it's hard. It's hard to perform Man United, but it's harder to perform Man United when they're so bad. But anyway, we're getting there, aren't we? We are. We're getting there. Yeah, I think we are, and I think we should stick with it because it doesn't matter how long. For me, it doesn't matter how long it takes. We'll get back there again and we'll do it the right way. And that's for, I think for fans, it's doing it the right way. It's doing it, and that's what we'll do. All I ask for fans is to, for the players to play like they play today. Effort. Just, just, just go for it. Go for it. I don't care if we get beat every week. As long as the players are going for it. I don't care. Last year, when you could clearly see not one of them gave one fuck. Not one of them gave one fuck. And, and when you see, like to today... To be, fair, to be fair, even when we've got beat at home and the, sh- the shit results we've had, there's been an element of effort. There's been there's been there's been effort. It's not it's not, it's not due to downing tools, and that's all that's all we ask for. That's all we ask for. Just a bit of effort. And I think it, I think it's it's slowly getting getting there again. Have another window. Give give Solskjaer another window. Sign the right players again, hopefully. Like like like, like, like Dybala. I'm glad we didn't get him because he, he wanted X amount of money, and that's where United pulled the plug. But no, we don't want him then. That's what we should be doing. Well, it's certainly nice to see until like the academy lads in yeah. there. So, just to finish off and just to sum up, we've talked about most of the football. So, you've got alleged anti Semitism in the Labour Party <laughs> or, or your, um, your prediction for uh, the general election on December the 12th in terms of split of the party. Or you can actually just say, are we on the upward curve now for Manchester United? And are we, is Ollie now. Uh, is Ollie's job now safe after it was touted that it wasn't? Forget the politics, right? We won 2-1 tonight, and I've got to say, I thought it was a great performance. <clears throat> forget forget the result. I thought it was bad for their goal, but other than that, I thought it was immense. And I thought Ollie got his tactics bang on right tonight. Yeah. I thought he got them absolutely spot on. And I think on that we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll end this. We're uh, the journey's still going to. We've got a lot ahead of us journey-wise. The M6 is going to be short at least twice, but we're happy because again, heart and soul from the players. They sweated for us tonight, didn't they? And they got our back in, and we can't we can't knock that. And it's nice to see maybe Ollie's giving himself a bit more time to do what exactly what you've said, get his tactics right, and and learn as a young manager learn. So. Um, Bournemouth, Bournemouth next. <laughs>